Bosses, it's the Digital Princess, and you're listening to The Boss Experience, where we share our personal stories as lady entrepreneurs. Please follow and subscribe to The Boss Experience podcast and welcome Maliha Khan, the owner of the Maliha brand. So multitask with us for 20 minutes, secure your headphones, buckle your seatbelt, and turn up the volume because this is the inspiration you've been seeking. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. How has your day been going in the life of an entrepreneur? Hi, everyone. I'm Aliha, and everything today has been very, how should I say this? Like, gas to the, no, foot to the pedal, because, like, it's nonstop. It's like once I wake up, like, there's no chill button, you know? So, I pretty much have been running around all day today, taking care care of orders. Um, I'm still trying to make up for my cyber sales. Like, that's still continuing. We have um, 50% off the entire site right now. So, the orders are just coming in. Um, I'm pulled up in front of my house right now. So, my plan is to go in and knock out more orders, like, to physically package. Um, I'm pretty much still doing everything on the back end myself. So, as far as, like, logistics, marketing, and fulfillment goes, like, that's all me. So it just, it doesn't stop until I'm ready to get in the bed. Like I, I have to like say. mentally prepare myself for a shower. Like, okay. <laughs> that was going to be my question. Say. I'm like, where's your team? You got a team yet? So I actually just started building my team. Um, I've been having like, not necessarily trust issues, but just hmm. that urge that like nobody can do it the way that I can do it kind of vibe. So like even with packaging, you know, especially um, for all the girls out there who have like special packaging and stuff like that, you want it done a certain way. So I've worked with plenty of people before in the past and like if they ruined something, if they broke something, if it just wasn't how I physically wanted it to be, I'm like, oh no, I can't work with you no more. And it's really not like a personal thing because I don't want anybody to think that. I never try to mix business with personal issues, but there's just a fine line and if you were to work for like a major corporation if you don't follow their guidelines and their policies and how they want things done then you know you get the boot too you know so I'm kind of the same way with my business because I'm so hands-on with my business as of right now so it's more of like a a ego thing and like a you know just like a you need to fall back you need to woosah and let somebody come in and do this so you can handle everything else because right now I'm wearing like nine different hats and it's very very um challenging but as far as my team goes I have more so like a camera guy like I have a BTS videographer I have a commercial um, videographer um I just added a photographer to the team I have a production assistant but these are all people who help with like the creative stuff that people see on like yeah not your baby baby because you know I know you guys put a lot into the packaging number one you you're going through samples with different companies you're trying to figure out what type of box what type of paper you want to use you want to write thank you notes and all of that is so important once they get the package because you know it's a photo opportunity maybe the way they package a box they didn't want to put it on instagram so yeah girl we got a problem (laughs) yeah and two you know i work with a very intimate product so you know i'm handling jewelry so one bad move it's like okay we're gonna have to start this process over and I make a lot of custom pieces so with custom items it takes approximately like three to five weeks for it to come in and then I ship it off from there but you know if someone goes to break the clasp on the earring or you know they they mess it up then it's just like oh my god we got to explain this to the customer in hopes that they'll understand 
And, you know, it's just it's just a lot of things that follow after one bad move. So as of right now, I'm like a control freak and I just try to do everything myself as far as like fulfillment logistic go. Yeah. Um, I would love for somebody to step in as far as the marketing because like I have great customer service skills. I think that's one of the biggest assets for my brand that people love. But in the same breath, I feel like that that's something that can be taught. And then I feel like a lot of people, if you worked in like retail or, you know, a restaurant, the food industry, you have some form of, um, you know, basic customer service skills. So those things are easy to handle, especially like with emails. There's no voice. So Mm -hmm. you don't you don't have to have like a specific tone with people. You could just write it out and get it done that way. So I feel like I'm more leaning towards, you know, hiring somebody that's a customer service rep to handle the emails and then having somebody to control the marketing just because that's a job in itself. I actually started doing that before I started running my business. So I know how that goes. So I, I'm pretty sure I could teach somebody how to do that. Yeah, that's safe instead of having them handle your precious custom jewelry, you know, so that makes sense. Yeah. So tell me, <laughs> when did you first start your business? Like how long are you in the game? So I started my business November 2018. Um, I actually just came around my anniversary, so I believe it was November 20th. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. I, we um, went up to New York. I had a campaign for Black Friday. Um, you guys can actually check that out on my Instagram at Maliha the brand. Um, it's up there for you to see. Um, it was one of my biggest campaigns so far, especially because I did have so many people added to the team for this campaign. So it was like a powerhouse in the building. Um what was the question again? No, you answered it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you did good. You did girl. good. I love this. I love it. Yes, I love oh, it too. <laughs> Are you from um, originally from New Jersey? Yes, I'm originally from New Jersey, but my brand was birthed in LA. Um, so I moved to Los Angeles when I was 19 years old because um, I went away to college, but I stayed in state. And it just really wasn't for me because I'm such a big dreamer and I just love new experiences and staying in state just wasn't a fit for me. So I was like, I gotta go big or go home. So I was like, if I could succeed in LA, then I could succeed anywhere. And that was really my game plan and I stuck to it and that was tangible for me. So yeah, I started the brand in LA in November, 2018. As soon as I got back from China, and I just launched. No, no plans. No, no strategy put into place. I just did it. Why were you in China? Well, be, prior to COVID, China is where you're going to find your million-dollar product, at least for you to get off the ground. So when I would study like different entrepreneurs online, um, they will always say how they would go to China um, around Halloween time. So. It was around October and I had hit up one of my friends, Armancy, and I'm like, sis, I want to go to China. And she's like, when we going? And I was like, let me look at the flight. So we ended up finding a flight in a hotel for about $800 a person. And we just went. And then when I went out there, you know, you make connects on like Alibaba, AliExpress, you know, all these different wholesale websites. And you, you're talking to these people and they're actually in China. So my, my game plan was I'll write them, let them know I'm going to be in China and can we link? And then I was able to see like their showrooms and feel the product in person. And that was just a whole nother experience. And I truly believe that if 
you know, with several trips, if you go out there, um, you'll definitely find that million dollar product. I would love to go back once the COVID situation dies down. But that was really the start for my business, especially like one of my biggest and best selling collections came from one of my manufacturers in China. I shook hands with this lady. I took a picture with her. Like, and that experience alone allowed me to have access to top tier jewelry. And I love how strategic you were about that because I've heard like, oh, like I'm going to go to China and do this, that, and the third, but never have they discussed who they're going to see, the addresses that they're going to. They don't know. They just pop up in China. So, and you know what? I'm going to give this this, um, gem to you, but I feel like you probably already got it in the works, like a CEO boss China vendor trip. Like go ahead and get other people on that that, um, docket with you. And you can all go out there and they can pay their fee. And, you know, it's just safer, too, because you don't need to be out there. I'm happy you went with a friend the first time. But yes, these actually, solo my friend Ar- Yes, my friend Armancy, <laughs> um, her, I believe her second and third time that she went, she took a group of girls with her. She wanted to do with me, but I, I really do suffer from, like, social anxiety, especially, like, if I feel like things in my personal life aren't going how I want them to. I become, like, this, like... I turn into like a, a animal and I hibernate in a sense because I'm very to myself. And that can also be like a bad thing when you're the face of, the, of your own brand. That's why I'm like really eager to find a brand manager because I know that they'll help me, um, you know, just pioneer different opportunities and get me out outside of my shell. Like I'm a very social person when I choose to be. But if I had to choose, it wouldn't be like an all day thing. So something like that at the time was just a little bit too much for my social social anxiety, especially because I was just getting my business off the ground. Um, should I tell you about how I got started? Because my situation is a lot different than um, the common, you know, just starting up entrepreneur, small business. Kind of Give it to us. Yes, I want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> so the reason why my situation is a little bit more in why sometimes I find hard find it hard to find a niche of girls that fit my um you know similar I guess level in business is because my first two days in business I generated about fifteen thousand dollars and for somebody to not have a game plan to not have a team to literally have nothing put into place just literally I, I created a free website online and I put up a product that I found downtown LA up there and generate that much money like that's power behind that you know and I didn't really recognize that when I first started because I was just like with my head cut off like I had well over 250 orders and I had no clue what I was doing I didn't even have a printer to my name to fulfill these orders like I just kind of figured it out as I went Mm -hmm. and I haven't um necessarily found someone so if you're out there please reach out to me because I would love to you know compare stories and you know just talk about the ins and outs of what you've been through um because yeah I just I really feel like God blessed me with something so powerful and I really didn't know what I had because you know I don't look at myself as like a Kim Kardashian or like an Amore Jada um because I'm sure if they was to drop a product they could sell a million items and sell out like this within minutes you know so I think um, generating $15,000 within 48 hours is like big. It know? is big. How did you decide on your product? What was it? 
Okay, so I started off with three pieces. Um, two of them very similar, just different sizes because you know some people like bigger um pieces and some people like more like petite looking pieces. So it was just an initial piece. So let's just say my name is Maliha. I probably would most likely buy an M. I probably go for the big one because I do like big things. And then um I also had like these gold rings and I named them after um LA. They was called LA bands because um a lot of the girls in LA they would always have like a bunch of gold rings on so I was kind of inspired by that and when I found it I'm like okay this is perfect I could just start with these and I really had no expectations like I went in thinking like okay if two people buy something then cool and I know one of those two people are going to be my mom but I had no clue that I would have received well over 250 orders like that still blows my mind today God was like um wake up I'm letting you know this is it this is (laughs) this is what we can do and more I'm happy you hung on to that. And I mean, even while you were talking about your social anxiety, talking about just jump starting, getting those feelings where it's like, hey, it's time to start. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it. I wanted to ask you so bad. I'm like, what is your zodiac sign? But here I am scrolling on your Instagram and I was right. <laughs> you are a Virgo. No, I am not a Virgo. Then why you got our hoodie on? <laughs> okay, so I started selling those hoodies. So the only size that I had, because it was a sample, um, I had to swap with the girl that was next to me and I ended up putting Virgo on one. So I kind of just had to manipulate the sizes. But disregard that. I am a Capricorn (laughs) cusp Aquarius guy. It's okay. It's okay. I'm a Capricorn moon. I still get it. I need to get this Virgo hoodie though. I like that. Oh yeah. I definitely um, can do any sign. I make those myself too. Ooh, and I'm in love knowing that you put every gem on yourself. <laughs> I'm like, this is yes. custom. <laughs> I don't play. Because <laughs> my hard work, I be coming home slaving. Like, literally, I told you, I literally have not stopped running since I woke up this morning. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do to get that, that together? How are you, like, managing your schedule, your time? Are you using any apps, your calendar? Oh, yes. I love um, my planner that's on my desk. So it's just like a jumbo, you know, desk calendar. I try to write down, you know, my priorities from top to bottom. So one being the most important. And then I kind of just take it day by day. I know that I could maximize the day a lot more, especially in regards to profit. But I'm at a point where money is really not my biggest issue. Right now, I'm focused on exposure because exposure can get you a lot farther than, you know, just like, for example, I made $15,000, but am I making that every 48 hours yet? No, because mm-hmm. of the lack of exposure, you know, so it's kind of like a cycle. That's why I'm more so focused on, you know, finding a reliable mar- um, social media marketer, finding a reliable brand manager that can help me get my, my name out there. It's just other things that I would rather put on the top of my priority list right now than to focus on, you know, generating an enormous amount of sales. And I know that sounds kind of backwards, but I also coach a couple girls and I try to tell them all the time that numbers matter more than money. I Because those numbers turn into potential customers. Yeah, those numbers turn into potential customers. Because I notice a lot that sometimes with small businesses, we're always focused on that dollar amount that dollar amount but I'm trying to build a legacy I could care less about the dollar amount you know so I think that's a great mindset to have though because when you're so caught up on the number that's when you start making bad moves 
dreams and thinking everything's an opportunity. Like if you can really stay focused and centered on yourself and your goals, building that foundation, letting people know you're here, like you call it in marketing, growing legs. If you allow your business to grow legs, like you don't know where you can go from there. You might end up in a boardroom where they're like, this is, we laid it out for you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like I, w I can't wait for the day when somebody like, you know, takes full control over my business so I can just focus on the creative part. Because honestly, um, throughout this journey of entrepreneurship, I've been able to, you know, look at myself a little bit different and just dig deeper into who I really am. And all my life, I've been a very creative person, but sometimes um, you don't recognize certain characteristics about yourself. So my favorite part throughout this entire journey has honestly been able to just create um, like with my campaigns, I'm getting more creative with those and, you know, just finding different outlets to display my product in unique lights. So that's really what's my biggest um, priority, too. So if I can have somebody come in and just take full control of everything that I wouldn't have to um, handle on a daily basis, I would definitely just lock in and create endless campaigns. Because that's also, too, why most businesses, um, you know, are successful because every holiday, they have a successful campaign behind it that offers a message and allows people to join their their brand, like their story. And people latch onto those things. And I really would love to, um, you know, portray that with my brand and, you know, just focus on my story and my why and, you know, why I'm even here. Because I love how, um, you know, rest in peace to Virgil, the creator of Off-White, um, his, literally his dying slogan for Louis Vuitton is Virgil was here. Like, if that's not big to you, I don't know what else is. Like, literally, that means, like, I knew I was leaving this earth soon, but I know that I was here. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I mean by, like, I want to generate a legacy um, bigger than me. Um, and, I, and I think my brand is the pioneer for that, honestly. I don't think any, like, you know, okay, I'm trying to think. I'm like, all right, there's Kuji. I don't know the owner of that. There's, like, FUBU. Like, okay. And then there's Dapper Dan. And I'm like, yeah, we all know Dapper Dan. When Virgil passed away, like it really, like it touched me. I was like, dang, he was battling all of this in silence, but he made sure every day, every moment, everything he created, it was, it was a legacy. So I'm right there with you. Like, and I believe, I believe that you will get there. You already doing great. You're so young and accomplished so much already. Just keep going. And like you said, you're right at that age where you are finding yourself and don't let anybody make you feel bad for that. Like continue to take your own journey. Right. I'm, I'm definitely going to try to hold myself accountable for that because that's definitely why I'm here. No, you got it. So let me know this. It can be business or personal, but what's your biggest? No, ma'am. Don't bring that over here. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking about like, so when you say no, ma'am, do you mean like a pet peeve? It can be, yeah, like a pet peeve and something exactly like that. Like, uh, you knew I was going to be here. Like, why did you allow this to happen? <laughs> okay. So I would say my biggest pet peeve, and I think this also transpired into the reason why I don't like people um, fulfilling my orders, is I do not like people touching my stuff. Mm. Like, I literally, <laughs> I booby trap everything. Like, I leave stuff a certain way so that if it's moved, I know somebody touched it. And then... I know who's in my environment like I can keep track of that so 
there's only one or two, one, two, three, four, maybe five people in this room. So one of the five, you guys touched my stuff. Who touched it? Like I'm that person. Um, <laughs> that's definitely my biggest pet peeve because I it just irritates my soul because I know people don't handle the things that I care for the way that I do. No, so, I hear that. <laughs> you sound like yeah, my mom. So I guess that's my biggest no ma'am. Please don't touch my stuff. Like when I'm gone, don't touch. Just leave it the way it is. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for joining us today. Like I know that plenty of women are gonna be inspired by your story, by your determination, by your drive. Please let them know like where they can follow you, where they can purchase. Yes, absolutely. So you guys can follow my business page at Maliha the Brand. My personal page on Instagram is at Maliha underscore. And if you have the time, please check out my website. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, you can look at that at www.malihadabrand.com. And if you shop within maybe the next week, you can take advantage of our 50% off discount. You don't need a promo code. The price will adjust at checkout. Thanks, guys. Girl, sound just like the radio. <laughs> I love it. I'm trying to get my YouTube up. I'm trying to get my YouTube. I'm trying to get up. Okay. Come on, I'm a, I'm a subscribe, follow, and definitely be buying. So, am I right? Are you going to be at the Boss Summit this year? So, um, Lynn actually reached out to me and offered me the opportunity to speak at the Boss Summit. Um, however, I really haven't been able to again step outside of my comfort zone because I'm also not vaccinated. So. Um, that's just a, you know, a step in my journey. I haven't um, found the strength to take yet. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't, I want to, I would love to protect myself and others. I'm really big on that. Um, I, I hear people call themselves like the COVID police. I'm definitely one of them. You can call me a sergeant. I don't know. But yeah, I try to like, just keep my distance as of right now, just because I've lost people to COVID. Um, whether they're vaccinated or not vaccinated. So I just had been in like a scramble of trying to figure out what it is exactly that I would like to do. But I haven't attended any major events or large parties or anything like that just because of my my mental health, you know, the you know, just the whole nine, what I went over earlier in the conversation. So Yeah. Awesome. But I will be a sponsor and there will be gifts from Lily has a brand there. So make sure you buy your ticket and pull up because my sisters will be in the building. And they're also very all successful women. Um, I'm sure you talk about it often on your on your platforms. Um, but yeah, I, I met them right before I started my business and being surrounded of, around other female entrepreneurs definitely motivated me to start my business a lot sooner. So I'm happy that they were a part of my journey and I'm, I'm sure that they can change your life too if you pull up. No, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for that sponsorship. Thank you for joining the podcast today. And I'll definitely be staying in contact with you because I think I have um, a couple recommendations that maybe you can take a couple hats off with your own business. So I appreciate I you. <laughs> Thank you. I would definitely, I, I definitely believe in word of mouth and referral because that makes me feel like more at home in a sense. Right. So I would definitely appreciate that. So send them my way. And I look forward to talking to you soon and connecting with you.